Max is buying beers. Max is buying beers. <coughs> Welcome into the THNX Rising podcast. Um, thank you for those of you joining us, I guess. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it's a nice Thursday, I suppose. Uh, I'm not buying beers, uh, regardless what Owen says, regardless what the screen says. You don't approve of that message. I, no. I, uh, then you I'm don't approve of the message. I don't. I do not approve of the message that I'm buying that one thing that you think I'm buying. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to get around your tactics. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a fun day. Playing a little FIFA, getting the W there. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, Charles, no. Okay. The, the, Max is buying beers. I yeah. think this is, uh, this is something that... Wait, Owen is a big dummy. That I can, that I can agree upon. That's nice on screen. We love That's that. It. We mm. love that. No, but it was... Uh, you know, we're going to talk a lot of Rising today, of course. But it was nice seeing a lot of people at uh, the season ticket holder party last night. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's a shame that you didn't buy the promised beers. <clears throat> as, uh, as Charles is pointing out there, Max uh, is buying beers. Yeah, I would have a, a lot of beers uh, to buy then, apparently. <laughs> That's uh, that's unfortunate. Okay, here. Okay, get out of here. Um, Man, no, we have a, we have a lot to get. You're buying in tomorrow. Oh, my gosh, dude. You, you, this, this show is already off the rails, and it's oh, yeah. already just started. Um, Max, Max do you approve? No. What? No. What, what are you talking about? Do you approve of this Do message? you approve? Oh, my gosh. That, you, you want me to approve that I am buying that thing tomorrow? You're you, buying beers. Uh, yeah, I might have a beer in me to buy for other people. No, not every single person. Buying like, a beer. Our our watch party, by the way, uh, for for weeks sold out. Already sold out. I am buying seventy beers. Uh, that's a lot. That's that's a it lot. It's gonna be the place to be. It tomorrow. is gonna be the place to be. No, thank you again, everyone, for um who did RSVP. It's gonna be an absolutely fun time. USA, Vietnam. For those of you RSVP, again, make sure you get there at five forty-five. Uh, just as a PSA. But anyway. Got a lot to get to today. Uh, my computer crashed right before this, so um, while I scramble, where would you like to take us? Uh, to the bar where you're buying beers. Okay. But no, um, I'll, I'll tell you what. Let's start off Gosh. by talking about the fact that we've had this two-week gap since we've last seen Phoenix Rising out on the pitch. Sounds about right. That last game against Miami, we've spoken about oh, it a lot. Oh, yeah, please no more. We're not going to no go more. into that anymore. But... What would you like to have seen predominantly Phoenix Rising work on over the last two weeks? I think the big thing for me is it's, well, there, there's two things. I mean, I think that the defense is one of them, but I, I'm, I'm less worried with Kev coming back into the lineup. Um, I think there's definitely some inconsistencies, but I'm not as worried. I think the big thing for me is making sure the team doesn't keep on going back to some lulls offensively. And again, we've spoke about it at length. I think it's a lot better now that Panos has, you know, been on board, fully integrated into the team. But even against Miami, there were signs of, okay, especially in the second half, if you're not scoring early and it's kind of stagnant, it's kind of flat, what is that next gear? That to me is how do you kickstart something? when it's seemingly not there. I would love to, the team to have worked on that in the last two weeks. I think they just... And look, we've been saying this for months now. Yeah. I just want to see something that's just a bit cleaner on yeah. times. Um, yeah. It's just been... We've seen them always and expecting that mistake's going to come. We saw that against Miami. Yeah. And, and they were sloppy at the back and gave away two goals as a result of it. I think that I just want to see them continue to, to work on those basics make sure that they are doing those things right because at yeah. the moment look i don't think necessarily the big picture is wrong yeah i think it's no. too many still of those little tiny errors and it's just working to fine-tune things 
Um, a little bit of tactical work may be needed around things like making sure, especially in the back four, if they're playing in a back four, of course. You've mm-hmm. got Kev coming back, who's been away. You need to make sure that you get him set up correctly. I mean, he said, you know, yeah, there are definitely some differences mm-hmm. um, between what what he's seen um, and and what they've been putting out when, you know, he, he's been watching all the games, by Certainly, the way, from yeah. afar. He said it was one game, I believe, that he missed, and that was because Jamaica were playing at the exact same time. Yeah. Even when he was in Austria, he was watching them yeah. from afar. Um, so I think working to reintegrate him back in, especially if there are tweaks to the tactics still, working to kind of make sure that everyone's on the same page. We saw Daniel King probably being a bit too central on time. And some of that maybe reflects more the roles that he could have had at times during the uh, time when he was playing perhaps as uh, in, in a back three yeah. almost in that. But if they can try to piece those things together, they can really work hard on those kind of moments, I think they've got some improvement. Now, we did actually hear some some from Juan about now as they get into the second half of the season, what is it that they're looking to mm-hmm. to improve? We heard that from him last night. Let's have a listen. If we're playing with a back five, I believe that we, we've been able to control games more. We've been able to, to sustain more possession in which we, we, we have the opportunity to, to have the ball more, connect more passes and control the game the way we want to control games. Now, when we play in a back four, we're not sustaining the same amount of possession now. We're being more direct. We're finding our wingers on wide areas that then become more direct and go to go more. So as, as you guys have seen, we, per consequence, we're creating more chances going forward. So when we play in a back four, I think we have to be better defensively because when we attack, at times we've been exposed. When we're playing with a back five, we have to make sure then that we can attack and be more influential in the final third. So that's how I'll break it. Uh, depending on what system and what formation we're playing, those are the things that I think we need to improve in each. I'm happy with the back four, how we're attacking. I think we need to improve in the way we're defending. I'm very happy in the way we defend in a back three or a back five, but I want to create more chances when we play that formation. I mean, I think that's very much it, is that this team has shown a bit of that evolution over the coming weeks, and there have definitely been some highs, but there's definitely been some growing pains with anything like that whenever you're you know kind of playing those different nuances in formation in tactics whether it's formal whether it's informal whether you know it's specific cues things like that especially it's even harder when especially this is going into mid in the middle of the season and you are missing uh you know a lot of some key players i think this is going to be a very pivotal stretch for rising and really going off of what Juan's saying it really is finding that consistency and trying to make the most of as you're tinkering, you're making sure the results come the way. Absolutely. And yeah. that's, look, I, I think we're starting to move from a, a portion of the season that was more about, yes, building the foundation for what they need to be able to do come the end of the year, working on those kind of things. And and we saw that a lot with the way that Juan would talk about how he was very much a process kind of guy, not so much a results um it was all about making sure they're doing the right work on the field off the field to make sure they get to where they want to be more so than worrying about individual games but we're starting to move past that now we're starting to move into a point whereby this team knows what their goal is their goal is a home playoff game in the first round that means they're gonna have to finish in the top four in the western conference they're definitely capable of doing oh certainly we've seen them manage to get results against those big teams uh we've seen them also be 
quite frankly, within a few points of those positions. Mm -hmm. Even now, even now, as we talk about this, they currently sit in eighth. However, they have a game in hand and they are five points back. So you win the game in hand, you presume. You are at that stage only two points back on. San Diego Loyal sitting in fourth spot. It's very doable. It's incredibly doable. No, I, I think it's something where we have seen at times this season rising rising has right seemingly it's a long season you're going to control your own destiny and i think a lot of the times rising has i'm not going to say look for other opponents to drop points but they've been in positions where okay kind of took an unexpected loss here and there again we've referenced las vegas lights we referenced miami and now you're hoping that some of the teams above you struggle and maybe they cough up one and yes this season we've said at length it's been chaotic but it's a very dangerous game to play especially that you're getting into a stretch of the season we're playing a lot of western opponents we're playing a lot of teams that you're familiar with that this is where it comes down to the wire and i think it goes back to what you were saying a lot of the times in this first half of the season we're very much saying hey it's a process this is gonna take time everything like that and we want the performance to match the results but knowing that we'd rather take a good performance in the long term hoping that the results will come along this way well, now is that time. The results have to start coming. And as much as you want to keep building foundation, which is good, I think they very much have solidified something, you know, very sustainable. The results have to come because you can't build a formation when you're not only on the onside looking in of home field where you want to host, but you're right now at a spot where the season end of the day, it's pretty risky ground. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, you lose to Colorado Springs, I think, in this upcoming game. A, it's at home. You never want to be dropping points at home. Mm. Uh, but losing in a game like this right now as you think about it okay it's another team that's ahead of you at the moment in the standings that you are very much directly competing with at the moment mm -hmm. um i think that it's it's really gonna start to cause problems for rising look and it's not like it's you can't make these things up of course you can it's really not that difficult when you've got 10 games or so to, to mm -hmm. find this kind of a a comeback but it, it's it's making things it, completely harder yeah. for yourself than they have to be um and i think we've seen rising do that a few times shoot themselves in the foot against teams like vegas against teams like miami yeah where rising should be going in coming away with three points and right now look if they had those six points where are they in the table mags i'm gonna be honest i don't give me a guess, give me a guess. uh what they have six i mean they have six i mean i don't know exactly but that's got to be top be four i'm gonna say that's got to be, be top four yeah They'd be fourth. Yeah. With all the teams around them having played more games, mm -hmm. they would be fourth place and they would have it in their own hands to get into third. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the position you want to be in. I think that's I think that's the other thing is they have a lot of ground to make up with, even though there's a lot of the season left to the play. Realistically, you're not going to win every match. You're going to you know have some results. Ideally, if you're going to drop points, it's going to be teams that are better than you, yada, yada. It doesn't play out that way. So you want to give yourself some breathing room where you're not having to look up at the table and see how things shake out. I really think that this match is pivotal, especially coming off where a lot of other teams haven't had that week off where they didn't have a game and stuff like that. So this is where, hey, it's time to really bounce back and go in with some momentum. Again, other than that Miami game, which it's not a throwaway, sometimes you're just off your game, which is unfortunate, but... Other than that Miami match, they were riding a very good streak. And I want to make sure that this Miami match wasn't some, you know, ooh, turn of things to come, that it was purely just, you know, a blip on the radar and they move and stop putting things in the YouTube chat. 
Max is buying beers. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I see the chat is having good fun at the moment. Yeah, no, chat I don't, I don't like that. People in there, um, we love you as always. Uh, Thank you for making this fun. Uh, Thank you for reminding Max that he does indeed <coughs> owe you beers. <coughs> and uh, of course, the, the other classic in there about never trusting a Spears fan, Not of right. course. Don't like it. All of those kind of things. All very, very relevant it's not it's it's whatever but i do like uh see a little uh transition in there so uh maybe i'll pop it down a oh, little bit no. oh yeah oh yeah no not now don't worry I'll, i'm gonna i'm gonna tune it up when you least expect it max our average view duration on youtube would tell you to do an ad read right now i don't care there we go i don't care i'm not no i do it when on my terms do an ad read I, stop ad it man, ad man. you're supposed to be ad. a company man who likes partners Oh, well, no. I, so don't you want to get the best out of your No, average? I do this on my time, and I see what Charles is saying where he says, appreciate Max. It's not just because he's buying that I thing. I appreciate you, too. I'm not, I'm, not buy, I'm not buying that thing, but if I were buying that thing, I think he's talking about beers, and I would buy them for my friends at Four Peaks. There's your transition. Here you go. No, no ad man out. No, our friends at Four Peaks, they know that we are doing the thing. Cheers, buddy. We're drinking our tea shot, a little tea shot, green tea lager. Green tea lager. It is absolutely fantastic. Listen, I mean, honestly, we love a lot of the beers at Four Peaks, but honestly, this might be one of my new favorites. It's something that uh, we tried over the summer uh, a couple months ago, especially at our golf tournament and everything like that. And dude, it's crisp. Like people think people think, right, green tea and lager. It's like, wait, what are we doing here? But no, it is absolutely crisp. It is delicious, very refreshing, especially on a hot day where it's 150 degrees or something like that. Cool off with a nice green tea lager from our friends at our tea shop, from our friends at Four Peaks. Nice green tea lager. Check out our friends at Four Peaks, at Four Peaks Brew, and at Four Peaks Pub on Instagram to stay up to date with all the latest and greatest, what they have going on. And again, for those of you who have RSVP and are joining us tomorrow, look forward to seeing you there. And I hear everyone's going to buy you a beer. No, I hear that's Max. Okay. No, you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. Thank you to our friends at Four Peaks. Get that off the dang screen, producer Jacob. Um, but you know what I will be buying for myself? So our friends at Circle K, so friends at Circle K, they have the most refreshing polar pops. You're not going to find that anywhere else. You're not going to find us at that one gas station with the Q in front of it or the other gas station with the C in front of it. I'm not going to even name them because they don't get that clout. We only shout out our friends at Circle K over here, it is refreshing. It's delicious. The Polar Pop, get your hands on one, and you know how to do that. It's very, very simple. You text PHNX to 31310. Again, PHNX to 31310. And get a buy one, get one free Polar Pop. It's hot as sack. Again, 150 degrees or so. Boom. You get not one, but two. It's literally texting something for free. It takes two seconds to dang do. If you haven't already, again, text PHNX to 31310. Buy, buy one, get one free Polar Pop. Baby. You do have to draw down responsibly because it's hot as heck. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, we've also got another giveaway, actually. If you text beer me to uh, don't. look at Max. Nope, 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 nope. No, there was something uh, out on the Twitterverse during the season ticket holder party that uh, somehow got on PHNX underscore underscore rising that uh, if you find this man and say he owes you a beer, that's uh yeah, it'll happen. How'd that get there, Owen? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, of course. No, I know. I mean, the... Uh, the PHNX Rising uh, official statement, it must have been. Yes. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, well, anyway, you know, something that... You're buying beers, man. Oh, my gosh. Something that we there do... Was, there are far too many people with access to the Twitter that you can't really blame that on. There we go. Exactly. We all have access. I yeah. know what the password is. There we go. See, you can't blame it on me, Max. You can't possibly blame I'm it on me. I, I will be blaming it on you. It's definitely there not is a me. suitable track record. Anyway, something that we know we is, that is a valid official statement from PHNX underscore rising is there is a match this Saturday. There is, and uh, that opponent, you know, it's uh, 
It's definitely one where a bit chaotic, bit, bit, bit chaotic. chaotic in their own right. Colorado Springs switchbacks a little bit. You know how their their last match was a five nil loss. Five nil loss to San Diego. Now yeah. look, we need to put that yeah. in perspective, and the perspective here is within fifteen minutes they were losing two nil. So yeah, that was bad. Romario Williams picks up a red card. Yeah, not great, not great at all. But yes, that means that Romario Williams, the top goal scorer for mm. Colorado Springs. Will miss Saturday's match. Yeah, we massive. did get to hear what Juan Guerra had to say about Romario Williams missing that game coming up on Saturday. Let's have a listen. It's important. Listen, yes, eight goals this season, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, when you see their last three games, this is the one that is applying the the highest. Uh, how hard he's pressing up the field is it's, it's significant. How high he was pressing versus San Diego, then he gets a red card. So I also want to see it's not just him missing. Is how do, how do their behavior changes? Are they going to still high press? Or are they just going to sit in the mid block and make sure that they're compact and they don't get breaking down? Because with, their abs with the absence of him, it makes a difference. Not just how, how they attack, but also how they defend. And now you know how, how important it is for us, how we attack and how we defend. And we want to make sure that, that we do both very well. And then we also have to make sure that we read very well what's the other team doing. So his absence is not just in the offensive side, but it's also in the defensive faces for them. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a player like that who is incredibly influential. Yeah, words. Influential. Their leading goal scorer. It's something where... Seven assists as well. Mm, yeah, it's something yeah. where you, you can't just straight up replace that, even by one man. So it's going to be, I would say, probably by a by-committee approach. And that's going to be very interesting. Again, knowing how chaotic that their score lines have been, knowing that, you know, he definitely is involved in so much of the attack. Are we going to see perhaps an even more chaotic Colorado Springs? Well, there's no one kind of like, just like for like you dump exactly. in that really yeah, fixes yeah. this, that, that meets all the boxes. You're right. You're going to have to look at how you're going to do that by a variety of different things mm -hmm. it can include as one said maybe changing things up tactically a little bit maybe being a little bit more secure at the back maybe that's something you'd explore anyway i mean you just lost five nil right mm -hmm. and to be clear again yes did a lot of that come with them down to 10 men of course it did they they spent much of that game down to 10 men were they also losing two nil at the point they went down to 10 men yes yeah. so when you add all of that stuff together you can't really just put it down to the simple the simplicity of well we were playing with 10 men they were getting beaten before that point. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to see quite what happens. We'll have to see what they decide to come out with. Maybe they do come out a little bit more negatively compared to how they were before. Yeah. Maybe they don't. Maybe they come out and try and catch rising early doors. They're a team that is, I know we've, we've discussed this quite a bit about mm -hmm. how they're very inconsistent week to week, but yes. they'll go one week, they'll score two, three, four goals, and then they go the next week and they concede five. Um, it's it's difficult to know quite exactly what you're going to get out of Colorado Springs really this year. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. I mean, even looking at some of their matches, again, I, I keep on re referencing chaos and it's not for no reason. I mean, some of their matches, right? It's not just that it's a lopsided scoreland. It's just... I don't know, man. It's even just hard to find some of the consistencies. Again, they have an O, an O five, you know, a five five nil loss, a four nil win, a, a two nil win. But then sprinkle in there, you have a four nil win, a two nil loss. You know, a match, a stretch of what five losses in a row, and yet somehow, some way, they are fifth in the West. And it just goes to show that. It really depends on when you get a team on their day. I do like that this match is at home after Rising has had a nice bit of rest period. And we'll see how that uh, shakes out for them. We will. I think, look, <clears throat> it's... 
Colorado Springs were a team going into this season. We did not have high expectations of. We thought that they had gotten significantly worse compared to last year. That hasn't quite transpired that way. And I mean, of course, you're going to expect them to be a bit worse. I mean, they had no Haji Barry. That's that's huge. Yeah. He left them late last season. That's huge to lose a player of that standing in this league. Yeah. Um, we saw what it did to Phoenix Rising to lose Solomon Asante, who was, quite frankly, a little bit warm washed up, even though I don't think he was done at all. No. And he's still playing yeah. in the league now. But he was a little bit more washed up, I think, than Barry was. There's a reason Barry went on to a higher club. Yeah, certainly. Realistically, going overseas. So, I don't know. I'm just honestly a little bit surprised still to see them in the position they are in now. I thought maybe that that streak of losses was them regressing back to what was probably their level. Yeah. And yet, no, they bounced back. They had a good little home stretch there up until that San Diego game. Yeah. And it's still just such a, such a mixed bag from them. It really, such a mixed bag. It really is. And again, this doesn't tell the entire story, but even like the underlying numbers of, okay, right, goal differential for team and the just outside the top half of the table, they have a, a zero goal differential, 26 goals scored, 26 conceded. If you're looking at how that shakes up from a goal differential standpoint, that has them in eighth place in the West. It's something where they've, again, it's due to these really outrageous score lines. Again, they're either, they're seemingly losing by a lot or winning by a lot. Um, but I think, I think that's just an area where rising can exploit for, and really take advantage of out of them where you're missing your best player. You have a team where they're very chaotic defensively, where they have 26 goals conceded. Again, if you're looking at that from a Western perspective, you're in the bottom half of the West. I think this is a game where if you are a rising fan, you have a team coming in who, yeah, they're used to elevation, whatever, da, 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 da. I think that you have to be absolutely excited, especially right after season ticket holder party where people are jazzed, you're inter integrating with the players. The coaching staff was saying as much as, hey, these things matter. Let's get a, a nice rally going for Saturday's match. I, I, I like the team's chances. I do. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, you know what? Let's go predictions. <sighs> Chat, let us know as well. I'm going to go... Don't think about this. We've, you already said what your score prediction is earlier, Max. Just tell us the score prediction. Can Go I, on. I'm building the suspense. No suspense. You, know, you said it was going to be 2-0. Some people may say that this... You said it was going to be 2-0. You, you ruined it. Some people say that this score prediction is the most yeah, dangerous... That was pretty rude, Owen. It was. Thank you. Thank you. I actually will stick up for Max. I appreciate you. I don't need this thing yet, but I appreciate it. Um, so, some might say... <laughs> That's the last time no. I'm doing anything nice for you, Max. Uh, how are you getting a ride home today? Anyway, some might say that it's the most dangerous score line in the sport. I'm going to Going to now, I'll have a name to the goal scorers and call me a bit cavalier on this one. I'm going to go Carlos Harvey and Mr. Kev Lambert. I'm going free one there. I'm joining Reese. I reckon that Danny Trejo, Manuel Arteaga, and Panos Amanakis. Ooh, okay. Let's see. I'm seeing 3 1 to a guy who lost me at FIFA. Devin 2 1. Thomas 4 1. 2 1. Okay. Thomas with the Musa, more De like Husa. That's one thing we haven't really touched on too, too much. They did. Nice. of course, coming back. Um, he's been in and out of that squad at the moment. Um, in and out quite a lot, but. Yeah, yeah, he's been back, kind of battling for his place again lately. Um, I know he's had some injury issues. So yeah, so it, I mean, I, I know, yeah, right. Like like you said, he's definitely had some inconsistent playing time. Has played a couple full nineties in recent weeks. Is that someone where look, we talked about this. Rising has played some ex players before this year. Some with you know limited to not really much impact. And then you have Greg Hurst, where he's opening his account against Rising, uh, lest we. Forget about a match like that. Um, do you see this as something where Rising should be worried about Musa? 
No. Okay. No. Okay. I think, look, there's, there's a, a kind of point here where you've got to think about how will he show up and be trying to prove something, not just, of course, to his current team, but to his former team. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's it's something like, I don't know, there is a it does breed a bit of familiarity whenever you play uh, someone on the team who used to be on here. I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's something where this is a team where even without all the players opti op like playing optimal, going in full form, everything like that. I just can't get a read on them. It's it's a it's a really weird team. Rising is playing unlike a lot of the other ones, where they're either very straightforward, good, very straightforward, bad. This, in a way, in hindsight, if we're going revisionist history, kind of feels a bit like the Birmingham Legion match. Little little bit. I know they were at top of the table. Am I the only one getting that vibes? Just throwing that out there. I don't know. I don't know. Look, I will say this. Uh, one other thing that we haven't touched on, of course, here is that James Musa, a defensive midfielder, turned into a centre back by Rick Chance. Um, Defensive midfielder turned into a centre-back by Wangera, of course, yeah. is back in the Valley. Uh, Kev got back from the Gold Cup. We did get to chat a little bit to Kev yesterday. His first thoughts on being back in the Valley. Mm. I mean, it feels really good to be back. Um, I miss being here. I didn't miss the, the heat, though, but it welcomed me in a really crazy way. Like the first few days back here has been like terrible, but so far I'm I'm loving it. I, I'm enjoying being back with with, with my family. Mm. Yeah, it's been terrible. Let's be real. I mean, <laughs> honestly, that's like that's fun. like that's like the most honest take that everyone can agree with. Like, unless you're in I don't know Flagstaff or Prescott or Pre or Pre Prescott Prescott whatever. Uh, unless you live in one of those areas, everyone can absolutely resonate with that. I mean, but no, it's it's nice to have him back. Again, he, he was something he was saying something that I know we didn't get it, um, you know, in that clip, but he's very much a guy who he's been around this team for a while. People know how he leads, even the players who, you know, haven't been around his leadership, whether he's wearing the captain's armband or not. He's the type of player who his actions, you know, he leads with that, not, you know, not saying, hey, he's necessarily doesn't does or doesn't need to be that big raw rock kind of guy. And I think that's what we've seen in his play this year. Incredibly consistent. I know, um, you know, he was asked of like, hey, you're playing uh, midfield a bit when you're at uh, Jamaica. You know, you played that a while for rising. How do you feel? And it's very much like he can do that position. But uh, it's going to be interesting how he's utilized and how he integrates back in, because I think the defense could uh, definitely use it. Depends on where he's at in the system. You would have thought so. Look, I mean, yeah. he's he's someone who I mean, we did speak to him. You're right about that yesterday. And he said that, look, it's nice to be back in midfield. That is a position that he played all his life yeah. right? to him. That's that's what he is naturally. And it was nice to be able to go back to that. I mean, it was also nice to be honest to see Kev back in the Jamaica squad after and the previous management kind of falling way down the pecking order and slipping out of that squad. It was nice to see him not only being called up, but also being a pretty important part of that team in the end. So, yeah, I think it's it's going to be interesting to see how well he adjusts straight back in. Of course, it's going to be a tough run of, of games initially with the, the multiple uh, games in the space of eight days, but... We'll have to see. No, I'll have to see. I mean, especially when you have a, a you know a stretch like that within multiple games, multiple days. Definitely have to work up with it. I mean, in our case, right? I recommend going to Valley Tap Room because Valley Tap Room, right? That's definitely the place to go when you have multiple He's games so going on at He's so once. Happy at that you transition. know, love our friends at Valley Tap Room again. Be on the lookout. I hear the rumor is Saturday going to be a little link on PHNX underscore underscore rising. You 
just like you did with Four Peaks. You can reserve your spot at Valley Tap Room. Again, a free RSVP for the World Cup Watch Party USA Netherlands Wednesday at 6 p.m. kickoff. But wait, there's more. You can then stay for the rising match afterwards. Again, that match ends around 8, the USA match. Rising kicks off at 8. You can just stay for Rising's watch party. And I hear there's a rumor that if the internet is good, as producer Jacob is absolutely uh, staring a hole at me. Absolutely, maybe. Absolutely, maybe. I might might even be able to do a little watch party live from there. And uh, 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 who knows, maybe there will be a shot involved. Oh, no, but anyway, check out our friends at Valley Tap Room. Again, it's at Valley Tap Room on Instagram. And uh, I'll put you two and Gilbert. (laughs) Max Simpson's the name on the time. Go for it. See how far that gets you. Um, But yeah, Valley Tap Room. 202 and Gilbert, again, be there on Wednesday. Might as well. He just told you to go for it. Maybe uh, um, yeah. So, yeah, 202 and Gilbert, uh, be there on Wednesday. Again, check check out at PHNX underscore underscore rising for the link. And it's going to be an awesome time. Also going to be an awesome time. Friends at OG's brands. Friends at OG's. They absolutely... <clears throat> Love it. Uh, no, I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I appreciate Super the, chat. No, no, I'm no. No, no. do that for the OGs. Come on. I'm, sorry. I'm not. I'm not really. No, it's I, relevance to the last. It's uh, relevance to the last. That's we're hopping in with it straight away. Uh, no, I, this, this is buying this, beers. This if is, we send no, super chats, I will not be reading a super chat that shots. is all about me taking shots. No, I don't like this. There's a there's a You're mob forming. It. You're doing it. There's a mob forming. We're now. This is about OGs brands. This is not about the shots. No, how dare you guys? How dare you guys? This is why I don't say anything on this podcast. Max is buying people OGs. Uh, that is actually part of the World Cup contest. I actually did admit that on air. So yes, OGs brands, they will be part of the uh, uh, you know winner's thing. Again, uh, you know, be buying out of my own accord because you must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. And if you win, you got to be 20 years or older to enjoy and win OGs. But you got so many flavors to choose from. You got the pink lemonade. You got the indicas, the sativas, the creams, the fruits, the RSOs, everything like that is just so dang good. You can fall, find them at so many of your local dispensaries. Check out OGsBrands.com to find them or on Instagram at OGsBrands. And uh, yeah, they're freaking delicious. Um, yeah, longtime partner. Absolutely love them. Shout out our friends there. They really are really, really good people. Many people in the chat have actually come up to me and they're like, yeah, I love OGs. And I'm like, that makes my day as ad man. Adman. Adman. Yeah. Adman. Yeah. What um uh, you know, we got a we got a couple matches on the docket, so we to do. speak. We do. Yeah. You know. Looking at this uh, at this uh, USL fixtures for this coming weekend and all that stuff, anything in particular stand out to you, good sir? Anything that stands out to me? Let's have a quick look around the league. Well, you know, we should also talk about the fact that yesterday Detroit City put two on Loose City. Makes sense. No, yeah. I'm kidding. No, no. In all seriousness, it, really, it really doesn't. This, 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 this match, there this is. league is nuts. League is One nuts. Friday night game at six o'clock that you naturally won't be watching because you'll be at our. Uh, Women's World Cup watch party. Oh, so why would you, why would you watch anyway? FC Tulsa playing RGV. Yeah, that's a, t- that's a toughie. Fit. Why would you want to? Watch Where would you want to travel to out of the two of those? Probably Tulsa because I've never done it. That's fair. I mean, I've I've got both of them coming up. No disrespect. Maybe some disrespect to if anyone who's from other place just doesn't really sound uh, appealing. But no, no, no. Everyone, st- everyone, stop asking me to take those things. It's not going to happen. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah, come on. Uh, nice. What other the matches? Wants you to do shots, anyway, I see on Saturday, Charleston Battery, Pittsburgh, Riverhounds. That's, ma- that's a big, big one. Big, big game one amongst some of the teams around the top of the East. That'll be interesting to see who comes out on top there, Charleston. Yep. Feels like after their really, really, really hot <clears> start. A little bit more of a mixed bag. Pittsburgh, yep. I think, have gone in the other direction. They were a little bit more mixed early doors, but they yep. really managed to get themselves on a run more recently. Yep. 
One that'll intrigue me as well from the East, Loose City playing Birmingham Legion. Legion all over the shop this year. Yeah. All over the shop. We thought they were going to be good. Now they're not. Maybe they are. Who really knows? They beat Tampa Bay without Neil Collins last weekend. Now Loose City, who just fell to Detroit City again. These are teams that should be getting results, but they're not at the moment. Yeah. Consistently. So I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see how that goes. One to look for here. New Mexico United, Sacramento Republic playing each other. That one big for two reasons. Yep. One, New Mexico United are just outside the playoff places. If you're a Rising yep. fan, you've got to keep an eye on that. Of course, if you're a Phoenix Rising fan, you want to see them looking tired in that game after their friendly against Sunderland. Certainly. I'm not sure why you would choose to play a midweek <laughs> friendly and play your first team. And they did for part of that game play a lot of them. They also just learned Josh Joling out as well to Fun. Las Vegas Lights until the end of the season. Uh, English forward there. Yeah. Um, but... Sacramento Republic, a team who Rising will be facing on Wednesday. Yep. Interesting to see quite what happens there. Meanwhile, let's have a look. Any others? May I mean San Antonio, Miami is not that interesting because it's Miami. El Paso, yeah. Oakland, maybe. But the one that's actually intriguing to me again, like we're going back to the chaos factor. Memphis, nine oh one. Orange County, two teams that are in vastly different directions. Memphis riding high right before they played Rising, then had two matches in a row with a combined aggregate score of 10-0, not in their favor. Meanwhile, Orange County left for absolute dead at the, what, either bottom or second to bottom from the conference. They have rattled off in their last 10 matches, seven wins. And, 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 and also one draw. Like, that is insane. They are now in a legitimate shout to make playoffs. It is honestly kind of staggering what they have done, literally rising from absolutely nowhere. Yeah. 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 That's going to be an, that's going to be an interesting one at Memphis. We'll see what happens. Indeed. Indeed. We will. There's also, of course, other games. Oh, just in the, oh uh, I see what you did there. That's a, that's a nice little uh, transition. You know, it's all to Gabby Rennie, ASU player, making her world cup debut in stoppage time today against Norway, New Zealand coming out 1-0 winners in the opening match. Their first ever win at a men's or women's World Cup. Yeah, absolutely. Like, absolutely electric. Like, I think both, both uh, you know, th th this gets dropped on, uh, you know, throughout various PHNX podcasts often, the uh, term electric. Uh, Producer Jacob is definitely a fan of saying it uh, many times. But no, on the real, it's... It's an amazing feeling. The Women's World Cup, super cool. And especially when, I, you know, both the goals were scored, you're watching it. And I mean, not on the highlights, I'm not trying to, I wasn't getting up that early, but um, it was absolutely incredible to see what it means for these countries and just taking in the atmosphere. Like, dude, there's something to it. I just think that, I, I don't know, like I get, I, you get goosebumps just seeing the reaction of everything like that. Oh, oh my word. Like, ooh, 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 yeah. ooh. Oh man, oh man! But in Australia as well, also yes. picking up a one 0 win to open their campaign. Course, course, so course. Two host nations with a really good start there to their campaign. Yes, well, and you know what that means is it means that we do have a, a bit of movement in our world uh, World Cup sweepstakes pool. We've got to have a better name for it, but it's something in one of those things. Anyway, it means Jake that Anderson and uh, Mr. Totry. You found that a lot quicker than I did. Wow. No, I knew who had those two teams. Oh, that's fair. I did not know off the top of my head. Uh, but yes. Memory. You know. uh, it's something. It's like how he forgets to buy beers all the time. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's definitely what it is. No, uh, it, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that's, hey, that's something where Australia, you think, okay, makes a lot of sense. New Zealand, 
I think to me that was the more pivotal one. Very well worked goal too as well. Some nice end-to-end -end play. We love that. But uh, no, I think this is going to be really cool where it shakes out again. We have a couple fixtures coming up that if uh, memory serves me correctly, actually about to kick off very soon. Nigeria, let's go. Super Eagles, baby. That's me and Mikey. Here we go. Nigeria facing oh canada so that's kicking off at 7 30 and then at 10 p.m the philippines and switzerland and then tomorrow spain costa rica kick off at 12 30 a.m and then of course we already know we've already talked about it usa vietnam like, 6 p.m i'd like to point out the two other things actually about the games that we've already seen yeah, one you mentioned australia do it and then maybe not a surprise true they do not play sam kerr today yeah, that that, that, that was interesting. For her to not play today, yeah. I think, is a big one. Can you, Devin, stop telling me to read the Europa League qualifications because it's not happening at the moment. Um, although, well, shout out Haverford West County who went through on penalties over a uh, team uh, from Macedonia. Um, meanwhile, I, I'd say when you're looking at all of these, though, you know, we're, we're going to have to mention his name on here. Alexi Lalos. Oh, why? Why do we got to do that? His comment today was that of uh, seeing these four teams should make, show the US that there's no one to worry about in this tournament. I, I think uh, I think I think this is what we said. No, be, none of these teams would give the US a game. Yeah, no, I, I think I think this is what we have said um, when we were doing our Gold Cup recap uh, in the last two in, in the, the two last shows of the Gold Cup recap where I think a lot of things are through an American-centric point of view. I understand that, right, you're not American. People who are watching the show aren't American, and even myself as American, I think we have to broaden the horizons of how we talk about soccer, honestly. And even like people coming from who are Americans or if you're a U.S. fan, there is more than just looking at this of, oh, how does every team stack up to the U.S.? This is well, what they, the World they, Cup is for. This no, is you, what the World you, Cup is for, man. You're over, over you know, explaining this one we have progressed beyond the need for alexi lalas on these shows. no we have progressed obviously. beyond the need for alexi Lalas. yes on no these obviously shows. but it's it's i mean the thing is though it's not just him granted he is the very vocal mouthpiece of it all but no it's it's something where this is not just a a him thing it's it's very much a lot of people how they talk about it, and even casual fans how they watch the sport so i think it's something where Enjoy the World Cup it's for what it is. Things, Enjoy the World Cup for what things, it is. Right, whereby we all, I, I know, right, the, the conversation is had all the time among football fans, where it's you see these broadcasts by Fox and they just go watch in Spanish, right? And I get that. And quite frankly, I do it a good amount of the time. I'm sure you do as well. It's way really um, more entertaining. But there's a big difference between what is we can watch it in Spanish and not really care because we can do our own research. We can do our own analysis of what's going on on the field. Yeah. You know, don't get me wrong. It's not that it's, you know, it wouldn't be helped by having people who are good at analyzing the game and being able to have that on as well. But, you know, for a lot of people who you're used to watching football a lot, they can watch it. You get it. You can break it down yourself and do what you can. If you're watching in a language you either do or don't understand, it doesn't really matter. Um, in this case, Thomas is actually on a Telemundo. Um, hmm. But that's still, you know, that's not the, the fix here. The, because the problem is there are a lot of people who will be watching these games for the first time who don't know yeah. that much, yeah. who don't necessarily know the landscape. Even if they know football, they may not know a lot about the women's game. Yeah. And have people who just go on as... I'd say outrage merchants of a sort who just do annoying stuff for clicks and hate clicks is not to do justice to 
this tournament is not to appropriately introduce people to to what they're watching and it's not the right way to go about building a, a following for this if you own those rights what, what's the point the, does the hate mitch think maybe it plays off in the short term but i don't know i think i think i think a lot of it too is granted i get a lot of it is geared towards hey generating clicks generating engagement all that stuff i think a lot of times people legitimately think that the u.s i would even say both teams are the end-all be-all within the soccer landscape and that's frankly not true and, yeah, and, and, i love going on twitter sometimes right. you see people unironically making comments like yeah. well the men's team why aren't they a legitimate candidate to win copa america and it's like uh, yeah. <laughs> i don't know mate what? no but no but <laughs> have you engaged your brain a little bit on this one maybe oh. no and i and i think right like on the men's team it doesn't really need to be said like they're not a a People soccer believe this nonsense. No, no, they're not, no? A super, they're not a soccer superpower. Their track record doesn't speak for themselves. Like, again, this is a, a, a as coming from a U.S. perspective where I want the U.S. men's and women's to do well. But it's just being realistic. Even on the women's side, listen, U.S. fans, they're hoping for the three-peat. But I think the way that people go about it and saying, oh, yeah, U.S. has nothing to worry about. Oh, yeah, they would never give them challenge. This is the closest the gap has ever been. And I even say gap in air quotes because... It's a lot of people's opinion. That gap isn't even really even there. Yes, we said that the U.S. is favored, but it's not by much. This is not an overwhelming slate of victory that you've been looking at at 2019 or 2015. It's going to be a challenge, but oh, yeah. I, I'm even now trying to pull myself out of the rabbit hole of like, I don't want to take in this tournament only from a U.S.-centric point of view. Yes, I want to watch my team. Wales is in it. You would want to watch them and you want to cheer on your team. Well, but you have some not in it. Uh, yes, but you, you want to be able to take in the beauty of this tournament for other teams for what it is. And I think that's just an opportunity I want us all to not miss. You're, everyone's going to enjoy it how they want to, but that's something where I really try to be mindful of whenever big international tournaments come around. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd agree. That's my, that's my soapbox. I'm off. I'm off. I'm off. No beers. No buying beers. I'll buy, I'll buy a beer. He's buying beers. I'll buy a beer. Uh, <laughs> you just say he's buying beers. Well, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe I will buy some beers for our diehards. 42.30, Owen. 42.30. Stop it. Thank no. You. Stop asking for clips. No. Uh, well, I maybe I will buy some beers for our diehards who are in the chat because our diehards, very important to us. Again, you already got, you know, the bonus pick in uh, Monday's draft of the Women's World Cup teams. But, you know, there's so much more to being a diehard other than that amazing prizes. And, you know, one of us uh, possibly buying you beers every now and then. Max it, is buying beers. It is, you know... A free shirt every single year of your PHNX membership. It is 20% off merch, 20% off all events. And we're going to be doing a lot of stuff, right? I know we're going to be announcing it over the next couple of months, but have a lot of really fun events. Uh, again, if you guys are fans of other Arizona sports teams, Cardinals uh, tailgates, we're doing Suns takeovers, Diamondbacks takeovers, the Diamondbacks takeover next week. Ain't that right, Mr. Producer Jacob, as he yawns uh, because he has a little child and is sleep deprived. But yes, there are a lot of events going on. If you guys are interested in becoming a diehard it is very very fun <laughs> check out phnxlocker.com to join all the fun also get access to our discord where people are chirping at me for beers on discord so there's another avenue for you to chirp at me for free beers max is buying beers <sighs> max is buying beers oh my it's just it's honestly just a, a futile effort at this point um anything else before we get out of here buddy <sighs> i don't know what is your last message to the people Give him a last message. 
I look forward to seeing you guys at Four Peaks. That's the message. It is the message. That is the message. Yeah. No, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun time. Oh my gosh, Chris, whoa, Chris in the chat. Okay, there we go. No, but appreciate everyone joining us. Um again, you can follow us on PHNX underscore underscore rising because it's is that voice. Dope. What do you like, mean? I'm sorry. I know you were about to say the line, but the way that you were saying it was so, quite frankly, creepy that I couldn't allow you to continue it. Oh, hey, you can follow us at phnix underscore underscore rising double underscore. Cut his mic. Double the underscore. Double the underscore. Double the underscore. Just, just, just stop, Max. Double the underscore. Double the, it, double the different voice inflictions I can do. You, you can it. follow me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. You can follow. This uh, person at OJ Evans 18. I uh, look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow at Four Peaks for the USA Vietnam match. Look forward to seeing you guys at uh, to, at home on Saturday home match. They're all Rising. coming. They're all coming to your house for beers. Uh, I don't have that much room in my house. Uh, you can <laughs> see you guys on Saturday Rising's home match against Colorado Springs Switchbacks. A lot of fun events. Very much looking forward to it all. And uh, it's a beautiful game. But it's even more beautiful when, when Owen buys beers. beers. All right, cool. Cut it.